There's no such thing as guilty pleasures, only pleasures. And I think Van Helsing Prep is a real pleasure. You've seen it? Yes, in your character, it's reminiscent of Tess of the D'Urbervilles. Thank you. And welcome to an all-new episode of No Guilty Pleasures, a pop culture podcast. I'm your host, little-known cartoonist, (laughs) Ken Holtzhauser. And today we're going to go through some of the back alleys of pop culture and find pleasure in some of the strangest of places. So please, join us on this journey. Let's go! Hello and welcome to an all-new episode of No Guilty Pleasures, a pop culture podcast. I'm your host, little-known cartoonist Ken Holtzhauser. I, um, well, it's probably no secret to any of you that are regular listeners to this podcast that I like some strange, strange movies. And, um, there's a lot of movies that I watch, and sometimes I feel like I want to share these movies with you guys, but I cannot in good conscience recommend them. They're pretty bad. And, um, they're bad enough in such a big group then I feel like going ahead and in, and sharing them with you guys anyway. So today's episode is about the movies so bad they're not going to be in this podcast. You about man? Oh, it's about all kinds of things, man. It's like a bunch of crazy movies that they put together. It's like like the Incredible Shrinking Man versus the Fifty Foot Woman, and then try to get it on. No, man. Remember all those movies about brains? That's what it's about, brains. Don't listen to them. Come on, I'm the one plugged in. Let me tell you what it is. It's youth. It's fun. It's everything you, the audience, is about. And there's dirty parts, too. This movie is about movies that have scary monsters in them. And the monsters come and they smash you. And they get you in there. And then a great big alligator comes and gets you right by the throat in this movie like that. And you can't get away. Ah! This obstacle the Earth people will put in our way. Well... As long as they can think, we'll have our problems. I want my money back. Provided that makes any sense. Um, There's a lot that you would classify as a bad movie. Um, Certainly, the worst sin for a movie is that it's boring. But there's a specific kind of bad movie that I can't get enough of. And it's been that way since I was a kid. When I was a little boy... In elementary school, I got a uh, scholastic book about movie monsters. It was this little orange paperback, and I read it cover to cover, backwards and forwards, and I decided that I was going to see all of these great movies. There was just, I mean, I just loved monster movies, and look at all of these great monster movies, and there was one in particular that was listed, The Incredibly Strange Creatures Who Stopped Living and Became Mixed Up Zombies. I decided then and there that was a movie I had to see uh, until I saw it. (laughs) It's it's inept in every possible way. I mean, it's barely in focus. It's a terrible, terrible movie. However, I had a really good time watching it. Not just because I was ticking it off of my uh, checklist, but there's just something about it 
The book also featured a movie called The Incredible Melting Man, which I just knew had to be this amazing film, this unmissable monster movie, until I saw it. And it's a guy who goes up into space and comes down looking like pizza and just melts all over the place. It's nonsensical and terrible, and it's another one that has a little trouble staying in focus which is a uh, common problem of these kinds of movies, I suppose. But I'm an easy mark for this kind of thing. When I was younger, um, I caught the infamous Plan 9 from Outer Space on a late, late movie and marveled at how incredibly inept this film was. Around that same time, I found a book by Michael Medved, the movie um, reviewer, called The Golden Turkey Awards. It was a nice uh, academic-style book about the very worst movies that anybody has ever made. And I read it and reread it and reread it. I went through it trying to determine how many of these terrible movies have I seen? How many of these terrible movies do I want to see? Do I agree with Michael Medved that these movies are turkeys? The answer was almost always yes. Whether they were recent turkeys, like um, Xanadu, which I think I saw 14 times, but for uh, entirely different reasons, and uh, Plan 9 from Outer Space, Jesse James meets Frankenstein's daughter, the infamous robot monster, where a group on a a post-nuclear wasteland are being hassled by a robot, except they couldn't afford to build a robot, so they basically use a gorilla suit and a robot head. These movies are amazing. I can't get enough of them. I seek them out. I seek them out on a regular basis. I admit it. I do. I, uh, I love this kind of really trashy cinema. There's plenty of examples of it. There's there's all kinds of things. Let me tell you about a couple of movies I've seen here recently. Uh, and it was, in fact, because I thought these might be movies that I would want to share with you, the listener, on this podcast. Uh, until I really started watching it. Started watching a movie called The Psychotropic Man, which is annoying, badly made, and boring in equal measures. Very difficult. Santa Claus beats the Easter Bunny, which is just punishingly terrible. Um, the Baby Geniuses movies are god-awful. I can't possibly recommend anybody sit through any of that kind of nonsense. And then there was one I watched um, just the other day called The Hideous Sun Demon. It's a title that promises a lot, certainly. The Hideous Sun Demon. It is about an astronaut who gets um, zapped by radiation, because that's what happens to astronauts. Uh, But they don't show him going into space. They basically just show the aftermath of him coming back, because the movie is too cheap for that. And they have him in the hospital, and they're all looking at him, and a very concerned lady in a matronly white dress must be his long-suffering girlfriend. They're very concerned about him. And... um, he seems to be just fine. Doctors can't find any way that the radiation has harmed him in any way until he decides to go up to the roof and do a little sunbathing. And then when exposed to the sun, he becomes, ta-da, the hideous sun demon. Um, 
except it's not <laughs> it's not that hideous. I don't really know quite how to describe the look that he has, except that he looks like fried chicken. I know they're going for some sort of lizardy, demony, whatever. He's fried chicken man, and fried chicken man immediately scares people, and he realizes that uh, he got better when he got out of the sun. So he can never, ever go out into the sun again. Oh, no. Boo-hoo. His response is to go to his house, seal up all the windows, and drink until the sun goes down so that he can go to a bar and drink some more. Yeah. It was a, it was a different time for astronaut heroes, clearly. He goes to a bar and he finds a uh, buxom young piano playing gal and decides to seduce her away to the beach where they frolic in a sort of uh, early 60s gross misogynistic way. Uh, And then as soon as the sun starts coming up, he freaks out that he's about to turn into extra crispy in front of her, jumps in his car and drives away, leaving her stranded at the beach. Um, Death mayhem, craziness, running over a police officer, all these things ensue until he is finally taken to that big bucket of astronaut chicken in the sky. It's terrible. It's so bad. And yet, where anybody else would look at a movie called The Hideous Sun Demon and say, I'll bet that's garbage, there's something wrong with me that I look at a movie like that and I go, ooh, I'll bet that's garbage, and get really excited about it. I've seen... Uh, I've seen so many junky movies, and I'm reminded of a film that I saw when I was a kid called It Came From Hollywood, and it was sort of an all-star comedian thing where they ran clips of really terrible movies with linking narration from comedians like uh, Gilda Radner, uh, Cheech and Chong, John Candy, Dan Aykroyd, and they all kind of took turns discussing different subgenres of bad movie and I must have watched that movie a dozen times or more. It seemed to really get me. It's, it had clips from movies I had already seen, like, um, what's the one? It's like the horror of Party Beach or something like that, the monster of Party Beach, something. It was a monster that looked like he's smuggling hot dogs out of his mouth. It's craziness. Uh, Robot Monster was in there, Attack of the Eye Creatures. Um, these movies are just a part of me. I wish they weren't sometimes, but they are. And there's a difference uh, between this kind of uh, unintentional schlock and trying to make intentionally goofy movies. There's a famous movie from this uh, time period from the 70s called Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. And you might think that that's really right up my alley too, but it's not. Because this is a movie that's trying to be funny, that's trying to be schlocky, and it doesn't work. These things are only fun when you feel the actors doing their best to try to get through it. Even actor, I have to say loosely. But this only works when it's naive. What they refer to as naive camp as opposed to knowing camp. You can't, you can't create a turkey like this on purpose. You have to unknowingly unleash it in the world. Which brings me to a movie that's just recently come out, a adaptation of the Broadway musical Cats. For all intents and purposes, it seems like Cats is the most recent schlocky movie that Hollywood has churned out. A super expensive garbage cinema <laughs> of a film. Um, 
the uh, from what everybody says, it's stupid, it's poorly performed, it's disturbing and weird, and I have no problem eventually sitting down in front of this thing to watch it because I know it's going to be a train wreck, but it's going to be the kind of train wreck that I love because they didn't set out to make a train wreck and they're not making fun of train wrecks. They just accidentally found themselves in one. What do you think? Is there a movie that you like that you knew going into it, it was going to be bad, but you just couldn't help yourself? Is there a movie that you like to laugh at and point and kind of say, oh, isn't this funny? Isn't this a good time? Uh, maybe, maybe you go to the Rocky Horror Picture Show every so often, which is kind of a celebration of campy movies, uh, even though the movie itself is a little bit too well acted to be considered that, but it's just schlocky enough in its subject matter that it gets away with it. Everybody's got something. Everybody's got that one thing that they enjoy that um, everybody else thinks is terrible. I mean, that's the premise of our show, isn't it? But I don't think there is such a thing as a guilty pleasure. Even a movie that you go into it knowing it's so bad that you can't resist it. So I would be interested if you would tell me some of these movies that you know are terrible that you can't get enough of. What's your hideous sun demon? Your attack of the eye creatures? What's your plan nine from outer space? Or Manos, the hands of fate? Let me know. Drop me a line either on Facebook or Twitter, uh, and or maybe in the comments section of this particular podcast. I would be very interested to know. And maybe it'll be featured next time on No Guilty Pleasures, a pop culture podcast. Looking for something new and exciting in comics? Perhaps that other dynamic duo, The Quick and the Dad. It's a love letter to the DC, Marvel, Archie, and Harvey comics of my youth. Available now in print and digital from IndiePlanet.com. Within the pages of The Quick and the Dad, you will find supervillains, dad jokes, strange, exciting worlds, really goofy supervillains, and bad puns. I promise. Each issue will delight and confound you in equal measure, and it's available now in print and digital from IndiePlanet.com.